After the brutality of judges, Ruth is often seen as a nice little love story, a rom-com to take our minds off the murderous genocide. If we think like that, perhaps we need to rehabilitate our view of romantic comedy. The story of scripture is most certainly a romance, the tale of Christ winning a bride. And it's definitely a comedy. There is an extraordinary turn of events so that all things end well. As a romantic comedy, then, Ruth tells us the story of the Bible in miniature. Ruth is from Moab, but is married, then widowed, by an Israelite. Her mother-in-law, Naomi, seeks to return to Israel alone. But Ruth insists, Ruth chapter 1, verse 16, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. Martin Luther said, The heart of religion lies in its personal pronouns. Here, Ruth owns the God of Israel as her own God. It's costly for Ruth to trust the Lord. In Israel, she'll have to rely on the kindness of strangers rather than on her own people. But still, she says, your God will be my God. Thankfully, in Israel, she meets Boaz, who seems to embody everything written in the Jewish law about care for foreigners and widows. Actually, those laws in Deuteronomy are meant to embody the Lord's own care for foreigners and widows. So Boaz is like the Lord. And just as Ruth finds shelter under the wings of the Lord, Ruth 2 verse 12, so she finds shelter under the wings of Boaz, chapter 3 verse 9. The wings are his coattails. Boaz is a near relative of Ruth's deceased husband. He's a kinsman, and he's a wealthy man in a position to redeem Ruth. He's a kinsman redeemer. So let's take stock of who Boaz is. He's a redeemer. He's the most eligible of husbands. He's a refuge for the needy. He's an embodiment of the good law. And he's able, in a sense, to give a future to the dead, to raise up the name of Ruth's uh, dead uh, husband. He's extremely Christ-like. And when Boaz agrees to marry this foreign woman, she's raised up to dizzying heights. She's brought into the covenant people of God. And the book ends by reminding us that Ruth is in the messianic line. She becomes the great-grandmother of King David. From widow to foreigner, to a str- from a widow and a foreigner, a stranger to the covenants of promise, Ruth is adopted into the people of God, given life from the dead, so to speak. She's made into royalty, and it all happens by marrying her kinsman redeemer. In just this way, we too can join God's chosen people. Doesn't matter where we've come from, doesn't matter what we've done, we, we, are, we are offered this marriage union from Christ. If we call out to him as my God, he calls out to us as you are my people. And as we get married, all our sin and shame goes to him. And on the cross, he pays it off in full. He rises up again to be our kinsman redeemer and his righteousness becomes ours. Best of all, we get brought into his royal family. And now Jesus doesn't become just the Lord. He becomes my Lord, that personal pronoun, making it uh, very real to each and every one of us. If we belong to Jesus, then he says to us those words from the marriage service. He says, all that I am, I give to you. All that I have, I share with you. For better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death when we meet. Whatever you face today, Know that you face it, sheltering under Christ's wings. Mm